Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM, just after 9 o'clock. Good morning. Coming up at 9.30 is Building Texas with Justin McKenzie. But thank you for making your appointment to hear this inspiring show, God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Hi, this is Judith and Dwayne Rivers with the Phyllis Browning Company and the Rivers Team, your concierge real estate team and expert guide. The Rivers Team knows the market, helping you negotiate hard, avoid delays, and costly mistakes. We move mountains professionally and quickly with negotiating expertise. Contact Judith and Dwayne today at theriversteam.com. We are committed to the best marketing plan possible for your property. Theriversteam.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us, our value to Him, God's purpose for our lives, and belonging to His family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments and help us see Scripture in action with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for Insider News so you can catch all the updates. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on social media. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube. Thanks to our host, Tusculum Brewing Company on Bernie's Historic Main Street, a great place to enjoy family food and Tusculum craft beer. Tusculum Brewing welcomes our dogs, too. We are blessed and honored to have Dr. Tommy Price as our guest today. Dr. Price is the Superintendent Emeritus of Bernie Independent School District, retiring at the end of the 2023-24 school year. His dogs would introduce him as protective and kind. (laughs) Welcome, Dr. Price. It's so great to have you. Well, thank you for having me back. Yes, and it's so fun. I can't wait to hear about how your dogs are doing. Refresh everybody's memory. You have three cute dogs. What kind are they, and what's what are their names? They're all Dotsons. They're all supposed to be toy Dotsons that need to go on a diet at this point because yeah, Dotsons tend to do that. <laughs> they do. The oldest is uh, Tupelo Honey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Middle one is Maggie May, and our third one is Penny Lane, baby. I guess maybe our older listeners can guess where the names yeah. came from. Why don't you tell our younger listeners? How did you name them? We love music, uh-huh. and we wanted to let the kids, my kids, decide how who they wanted to name how to name the dogs, and they chose a song that came on, and that's how we got into it. Um, Tupelo Honey came on, and they were all singing it, and somebody said, "Oh, let's call her Honey," and so that kind of started the trend. Mm-hmm. Tupelo Honey came on, and then. Uh, a year later, we got Maggie, and same thing. We were thinking, okay, let's keep it going. What song do we all love? And they all love Maggie May. And then Penny Lane, she she looks like a penny. She's oh. got spots. She's white, but she's got this 
beautiful brownish penny. And so it was between that and Lucy in the sky with diamonds. So <laughs> maybe there'll be a fourth dog in the offing. Uh, no, 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 three is three enough. Three is enough. I, it's, wow. It's like having children all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, love them to death, but they need attention. And I feel bad when they don't get the attention, just like with our children. If we don't give them the attention they need, they let us know in different ways. Mm-hmm. Our little puppies let us know. They miss us. And, in fact, they beg for that attention more than even my children when I come home. They're waiting by the door crying and wanting to hold me. And the kids wave and went to the room. So. Oh, so a, a big difference <laughs> A big there. difference, yeah. yeah. Just because you have three dachshunds doesn't mean they're all the same personality. No. What are their personalities like? Their personalities, they reflect each of the children. Because Tupelo Honey is definitely Christopher, my oldest, reflects his personality, worry wart all the time. And then Maggie Mae is the kind of the recluse, uh, my third child, my middle child. And then Penny Lane is definitely takes on uh, Savannah's personality, the princess, and she ruled the house, and so does Penny Lane. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's so much fun. How interesting that they're so much like... Um, the dogs, that is, are mm-hmm. so much like your kids, not just in wanting your attention, but personality-wise. Oh, it's the weirdest thing. Now, I think some of it is because, just like I think our children inherit some of our mannerisms and some of the way we do things, I, the kids took care of the dogs. So I think as the kids took care of the dogs, and maybe it's my imagination, some of those traits wore off on each other. Isn't that something? <laughs> and you thought they were just learning responsibility. Oh. Your kids were, but really the dogs were learning about who they needed to be like. It's not only responsibility, but I think with it, trust. Mm-hmm. And, and I think them taking care of the puppies as they were growing up really showed them the way they should be as young adults and as teenagers. And it's so hard to be a teenager today. And so I think that gave them some understanding on how they need to relate to others, not just puppies, Mm -hmm. but everything else. That's interesting you brought up trust because so much goes into building trust. How can we see ways that we can build trust through our dogs that can help us not only trust other people, but also help us trust God? I do unto others. Yeah. I think that's just not with people. It's with everything in this world. And it comes back. So just by practicing that do unto others, how do I want to be treated? Same thing with my puppies. I don't want to be neglected. I don't want to be ignored. I don't want to be shut into a kennel all day, even though some people, that's their thing. But I want to be, I want them treated the way I want my children treated. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is the kids built that relationship, but I built that love with them, too, and I love them almost as much as the kids. Uh-huh. The kids would argue maybe I love the dogs more than the kids sometimes. but No. Uh, no. <laughs> but I, it really is the puppies have changed not only the children's lives but our whole family life and really brought us closer. How can we see God in that trust relationship? Uh, I think everything we do is about God. I would not be here today if it wasn't for God taking care of me, my family, guiding us to this wonderful community. I've had many stops along the way being here in different roles as superintendent and never dreamed that I would end up here. The first few stops that I I was in my career were 
they hired me to come fix problems. You get to Bernie, and Bernie doesn't need fixed. It just needs to be supported. Mm-hmm. And as my career and my values changed, it's the same thing with our relationships with our puppies, with the relationships with God. It's God ch- treats me differently now than he did when I was a kid. I needed a lot more support then and than I do now. That's interesting. You bring up purpose, mm-hmm. that you had different purposes in your career along the way. And your dogs with different per- personalities, that's, they f- fill different purposes as well. Yeah. Do you think that we're all intended to have a purpose? Oh, I hope so. I, I, I don't know what it would be like to get up every day and not have some purpose in life. Um, but I also think going through God, going through the church, that gives us our purpose. I, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for anybody who didn't. And if it's just feeding my puppies every day, petting them, sitting around with them, loving on them, that's a purpose to get up in the morning and make sure that they're taken care of, same as I do with my family. Mm-hmm. That gets back to the greatest commandments that Jesus taught us, which is to love God and love other people. There's no higher purpose no, no, than that. No, there's not. That's why yeah. we're putting in the world. Yeah. So sitting around on your couch, petting your dog, or yeah. going for a walk with your dog, or yeah. however like you like to interact with your dog, um, that's only a great purpose. And especially kids can learn a lot from that about how to relate to other people, can't they? Oh, yeah. I, I just think it, responsibility, trust, purpose, that's, a, that's the key to any kind of a relationship, uh, whether it's our relationship with God, our relationship with each other. And building that relationship with puppies that have so much, they depend on us. Our little puppies, they can't pick up, they can't go to the refrigerator, they can't pull out food. They depend on us for love, water, mm-hmm. support. My puppy, Penny Lane, right now is hurt. We took her to the vet. She depends on us. It's part of our responsibility. Once you take that ownership of that role, it's your purpose in life to make sure that everyone is their own purpose. Mm-hmm. It's interesting in hearing you talk about that. On Gone Our Dogs, we talk about love, value, purpose, belonging, mm-hmm. and trust. And I saw you weave all of those things together. You can't really break them apart. No, you can't. You know, I, I think I shared last time I was with you that we grew up in a challenging situation. We were homeless a lot of times, lived in cars, lived with family. I moved between kindergarten and high school over 25 times, if I didn't believe there was a purpose in life through all of that, I wouldn't be here today. And I think so many people who go through hardships, their inability to see a purpose and a trust in God to help get them through is where sometimes they, they can't get through. And, and I truly uh, give him all the credit because I know a lot of kids who aren't where I am today living in Bernie and I am here because of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to me because there are so many hidden ways to serve other people. If we just open our eyes. Oh yeah. And sometimes I think our dogs can teach us how to do that because they are so dependent on us. Oh yes. I mean, it's amazing to me that as we go through and every day in, at school, when I was in school, as I work, I go to school to work, <laughs> but at work, it really is trying to serve our community, making sure that all of our students in our community have everything that they need to be safe, to fulfill their purpose in life. And it's not our job to pick their purpose. It is really 
us working with the parents and that true trust of how can we make your child together be mm-hmm. as successful as possible so that they can reach their purpose. So it, it really is everything that we do each day. Yeah, and it, it's something I think we take for granted sometimes. You know, the alarm goes off in the morning, whether it's on your watch yeah. or an old-fashioned clock. Yeah. Heaven forbid. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes if you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I've got a reason to get out of bed in the morning, it's easy to roll over and go back to sleep. It is. And sadly, since the past few years with COVID, we're seeing more and more children with social challenges and some of our young adults, really, and our teachers. And a lot of times, I don't think the community really understands how large Bernie ISD really is. We are a large organization that pretends really well to be small. Mm-hmm. If you really look at the number of school districts in the state of Texas, there's about 1,100. We are in the top 10% of big districts, but people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. My point in that is we all have to work together. We I run into a lot of children, a lot of young adults struggling And those social problems have really popped up. And part of it is we've got to build that trust so everybody feels like there's a purpose to get up Mm -hmm. out of bed and come to school or go to work. I really want to talk more about that. But before we do that, I want to take a little break and tell you about our sponsor today. And that is the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning are husband and wife, Judith and Dwayne Rivers. I can attest to the Rivers team deep understanding of residential and ranch properties. Judith and Dwayne genuinely care for clients. The Rivers team handles it all from strategizing before the listing to staging, marketing, negotiating, and closing a favorable deal. Buying and selling real estate is stressful. The Rivers team makes the process as enjoyable as possible. That's how the Rivers team is reinventing real estate. TheRiversTeam.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, Kendall County Abstract, and Tusculum Brewing. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly thought to ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletters, updates, and resources. That's godnardogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Destiny, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs, and this is Meg Greer, your host. We're here today with Dr. Tommy Price, Superintendent Emeritus of Bernie Independent School District. Before the break, Dr. Price told us about his wonderful dogs, Tupelo Honey, Penny Lane, and Maggie May. I don't think I got those in order, but uh, that's okay. It's okay. Before the break, we were talking about students and purpose and really adults in purpose too Mm -hmm. if you think about it i want to go back in time a little bit have you noticed that there's a change in students over the years students and parents from when you started your career as a teacher to now upon retirement i think there's more challenges today but really if you look and you take it at a small level the family level it really is the same in that 
the parents just want what's best for their students. I think and I hope what's changed in education is that we are including better our parents as partners. Mm. It used to be, I think, when I first started is we had the attitude in education, we know better, give us your children, you go do your thing and we'll take care of them educationally wise. I believe very strongly that we got to continue including the parents. It's not our job to, it's our job to partnership, but it's our job to not determine the complete future of a child all on our own because I don't know that child as well as their parents do. And there's no reason to exclude. And we live in this, especially in education, walk the fine line of separation of church and state. I do believe it's changing a little bit more, especially here in Bernie, where we are trying to, I'm skirting around this, be role models. Mm -hmm. I think we want to be role models. We want to work with the parents and really help our children see because to me that's really important. What we I've noticed the most since COVID is just the world's changed in so many different ways. We used to talk about the Jetsons working from home and mm-hmm. off-site, but that causes isolation. Mm-hmm. And isolation mm-hmm. isn't necessarily good for adults or children. And so working on those social skills, we've developed departments at Bernie ISD, our whole child department, that really is the key to it is working with parents, working with students, and trying to focus on those individual needs of those parents and students. And one size doesn't fit all in all of this. And too often in education a long time ago, we felt like one size fit all. There mm-hmm. used to be the four by four. Everyone took four sciences, four social studies, four you know, years of English. And then we sent you off and everybody goes to college and we pretended that was the true world. And the reality is that's not. And it's not really what our families want and our students want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting to hear you talk about people are people yes and they're they are influenced by their environments Mm -hmm. so much and the school's a big part of that the family's a big part of that and you talked about how your dogs have been a part of it too with your kids yes and there's certain parts of socialization that those dogs can really help kids learn Mm -hmm. isn't there and it really even as adults too you have a little different picture of it you're learning now with your your herding puppy yep (laughs) what can we learn from those experiences with our dogs especially as parents and grandparents to help our kids see things are bigger than them you know we're all so busy trying to feed our families survive get them everything they need the one thing that Maggie Mae and my middle child Uh, Sean have really taught me Sean struggles he struggles with depression Maggie is Maggie's his support and she never asked for that job but when he needs support he loves on her she loves on him and it really is how we all should take care of each other Mm -hmm. they they taught us really we struggled when you have a child of depression you try to figure out how you can fix it Mm -hmm. and every parent wants to fix that and we didn't know how to. We watched Maggie. Maggie knew how to. Maggie just loved him unconditionally. Uh-huh. And that's what he needed at times. And our job is to help him get out of bed and, and get on. But sometimes we needed to slow down and just like Maggie and give him a little hug. And, mm-hmm. and, and Sean's a big old boy. We adopted Sean. So I'm a little guy. 
Sean is mm, probably 250 pounds. Uh-huh. He, we call him Bear. And so Maggie's taught us to slow down, give our bear a hug, and that's what he needs sometimes. That's such a beautiful picture. I think we can learn a lot about unconditional love from our dogs. Yeah, there are a few conditions. Dogs want to be fed. They need to be fed. As you said, they depend on us for certain things. But they love us unconditionally. What a picture that is of who God is. Oh, oh, sure. (laughs) I've messed up a lot of times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if there's conditions on it. I'd have been I'd been in trouble as we stumble and we fall to know that you can stumble, you can fall and God's going to take care of you. God's going to not judge you and he's going to be there for you. I think it's something that I want my children to know about their whole lives, because isn't our whole life about growing and you grow when you fall. Mm -hmm. And I've grown so much whenever I'm successful, but I've grown even more whenever I'm not successful. And to know that it's not the end of the world, that God's still going to love me, take care of me when I make mistakes, I think is the same thing. I hope that my children know about us and my hopefully my grandchildren one day will know the same thing from their parents. Yeah. And as you, you talk about falling, has social media changed the dynamics of kids being able to fall? Social media is awful. Mm-hmm. I, that is the one big bad change in all of this. Everything's immediate. Nothing goes away. And even though we can tell children it's going to be there forever, they don't believe us. And just think about all of us have made mistakes in our teenage years. If social media were around, we'd all be in trouble. Yeah. And it is really challenging and because it doesn't let you forget if you make a mistake. And people use it to point out children's, other children's mistakes or flaws. If we could just, and it's not going to go away, so we've got to teach children. And, we, and I'll even say this, adults, that their words hurt. Words mean something. And when we are mean to other people, that is not what God wants. That's not what our puppies want. That's not what the world wants. But it's easy to do behind a telephone or behind a screen. And social media leads the way. And I hope we can get better at it. Yeah. What lessons do you think we can learn from our dogs that can help our kids? Because it's always helpful to have something to relate to, uh, to have a story, so to speak. I read a book a long time ago about a dog, Big Red, Mm -hmm. loyalty. And that was the Mm. big theme of it. And I think one thing that could help us better in social media, the whole world, is just loyalty. Understanding that my puppies, are, I can leave them for the day. They're going to be at the back door when I get home talking to you. The loyalty is there no matter what. I think we've got to learn how to be loyal to each other, love mm-hmm. each other. And loyalty is part of its love and trust. And I'll go back to our earlier conversations. But dogs can teach loyalty better than anything anybody mm. I know. Yeah, such a wonderful note to end on. Mm-hmm. Big Red is the name of the book? Yeah, Big Red's a great book. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't heard of that one. Dr. Price, I can't let you go without telling you how much we appreciate you on God and Our Dogs. We've loved your stories and all the insights that you've given us and encouragement especially. But I want to know 
What are you going to do now that you're retiring? I'm taking a deep breath. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working since I'm 12 years old from seven in the morning till whenever and decompressing. But what I really want to do is my wife has worked, works really hard at our church at St. Peter's and I've envied her, especially the past couple of years. I get to go every Sunday. I want to be part of our church more, volunteer more, get involved more with our community away from the educational Mm -hmm. part and just give thanks for being where I am. Uh I I think you have to give back sometime and it's my turn. I've been giving back in a different way, but I want to give back in a different way to our church, to our Mm -hmm. community and just let everybody know how much we love Bernie ISD and we love Bernie. That's awesome. And I'm sure food will be in involved in some way or another (laughs) i am i've got a recipe stack this high i I, my my struggle right now is i don't want to walk out of this a month into it 40 pounds heavier oh (laughs) a month into it that's pretty fast (laughs) okay so mate you might want to hide parts of your stacks (laughs) around the house (laughs) i've I've learned to walk more we're up to four miles a day Uh and i figure if i really want to eat i have to hit that fifth mile that Oh, boy, this cold weather and the rain. Oh, I know. You're braver than me. You're braver than me. My my walking schedule's been messed up for sure. it's been mad. Dr. Price, thank you so much for joining us on God and Our Dogs, and I can't wait to see what you end up doing in retirement. I will. I'll come back and share if you want. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. We appreciate it. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a small thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. How is your dog relying on you today? Maybe God wants you to rely on him the same way. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and social media pages. Sign up for insider news on GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Hi, this is Judith and Dwayne Rivers with the Phyllis Browning Company and the Rivers Team, your concierge real estate team and expert guide. The Rivers Team knows the market, helping you negotiate hard, avoid delays, and costly mistakes. We move mountains professionally and quickly with negotiating expertise. Contact Judith and Dwayne today at theriversteam.com. We are committed to the best marketing plan possible for your property. Theriversteam.com. Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Now let's head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for Children's Story Time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.